from the CSI Today News Desk at the College of Staten Island. Welcome to the CSI Today Talks Podcast with your hosts, David Pizzuto and Terry Manns. The CSI Today Talks Podcast is your connection to the College of Staten Island with the newsmakers that make it happen. From world-renowned faculty and staff, dynamic students, and community leaders, stay connected to CSI with CSI Today Talks. And now, here is your host, David Pizzuto. Welcome, everyone, to CSI Today Talks right here on CSIToday.com or from wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I am your co-host, David Pizzuto, welcoming you into another exciting edition here of the podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 7, as we debut our show on Monday, October 23rd of 2023, our next to last episode in the month of October. Uh, Back after a two-week break uh, last week, we did not have a show, and Terry will be back with you next week. Terry was on vacation, and as we kind of turn our attention now to the second half of the fall semester here at the College of Staten Island, it's kind of hard to imagine that we're just about half done with this semester here, but... Uh, We have a great conversation lined up with Emily Albano this week, who, uh, student-athlete, women's soccer team, they are knee-deep into their season right now. In fact, they're approaching the home stretch of their season, looking forward to the ECC playoffs, and we hope that's in the cards for Emily and her team. And before we get to Emily, we just want to go over some housekeeping that we usually do here on the show. If you have not already, please, from wherever you are listening to this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any other entity, uh, please hit the subscribe button. Let's us know that you are listening. And of course, um, lets us know that we are where we are being listened to. So it helps us out a great deal. So please do that for us. And also on our website, csitoday.com, please be sure to subscribe on the right-hand toolbar when you go on our website. There's a chance for you to subscribe. And when you do, you get exclusive access to CSI Today This Week, which is our weekly newsletter that gets you caught up with everything going on at the college. Of course, the upcoming and latest events that are going on. And of course, this podcast and all of our archived episodes as well. So please do that uh, as well. Once again, my guest for this edition of the podcast, Season 3, Episode 7, is none other than CSI student athlete. She is a junior at the College of Staten Island. Emily Albano joins us now over the phone. Emily, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, anytime. So, uh, Emily, I talked a little bit about you in the opening of the show. Of course, you are a Dolphin, true and true, as a member of the women's soccer team, a Verrazano student at CSI in your junior year. But I'd like to start uh, with our audience getting to know a little bit about you. Uh, Tell me a little bit about you, you know, growing up, playing sports, I'm guessing on Staten Island for most of your life. Yes, I've been playing sports. Well, I've been playing soccer since the age of two. My mom put me in a little rec league at St. Teresa's Church, and I fell in love with with it from day one, and I stuck with it ever since. We tried other things like basketball and softball, but nothing clicked as well as soccer did. Awesome. Do you you come from a sports uh, family in general? Uh, my mom played soccer in high school and had a pretty good career. She played at Portsmouth. Oh, wow. My dad wasn't as big into sports, but did like did like it. So it was just really my parents wanted me to get out there and have a different type of experience than just the school one. 
Great. And and you had mentioned that you had tried other sports, but you just fell in love immediately with soccer. What was it about soccer? What is it about the sport that you just that you know that you were just drawn to? Uh, the competition in it is unlike anything else. For some reason, every other sport I've played, I get so nervous right before. Mm-hmm. And right before a soccer game, there's nothing, there's no place I'd rather be. Mm-hmm. I feel so calm and at peace. So there's something just so beautiful about stepping out on the field before a game. And it just, it really is just something amazing that I hope every athlete gets to feel in their sport. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you went to Susan Wagner High School, correct? Yes. I played four years of varsity soccer at Susan Wagner. Awesome. So shout out to Susan Wagner. That's also my alma mater. So I'm always uh, thankful to speak to recent grads. And, you know, I guess that's a good segue to asking about, you know, when did CSI kind of register for you? Were you recruited as a soccer player? Were any of the programs standing out for you? Was it the college in your own backyard? You know, why CSI for you? For me, when I was starting to look at colleges, COVID had hit. So it was really right. hard to go in and physically view schools because nobody was having on-campus tours anymore. So everything was done virtually. So it was a very different experience than what all the upperclassmen I had spoken to had given me the information they had given me. So I had known Jackie Bruno, who was the coach at the time. She had trained me a couple years prior, and so had uh, Alex Cuba. His brother had also trained me, who was the men's head soccer coach. So I knew Steph within CSI, and they absolutely loved me. I I love them, and they loved me. They wanted me to be such a big member of this team, and no other school made me feel as at home as CSI did. They really welcomed me with open arms and showed me how it's so much more than just a community. It's a family. And for me, CSI has been a place I've been on my entire life. When you're a kid and you're playing soccer at a low level and starting to play a travel, CSI is where you go to practice. So to mm-hmm. go and play there at the collegiate level was kind of like an alternate like dream mm-hmm. that I had because you've watched people growing up your entire life play here and then you get to be a member of it. It was just a it was a dream come true, to yeah. be honest. That's a great story, a really great story. And for those people that don't know, Jackie Bruno, our former coach, who never did get to coach at the college because uh, she was hired right after uh, one of our seasons was over, and then COVID hit, so that season got wiped out. And she, you know, you never did really get to take the field with her uh, as well. And the team has been through a couple of coaches changes mm-hmm. changes since, correct? Yes, it has been. After Jackie Bruno came Brendan Guzman, who was our head coach for two years. Mm-hmm. Brendan left us last winter and then came in Alex Mendolia, who is now our head coach of the women's soccer program. And every coach has brought a new perspective, but I truly have to say I love Coach Alex and what he brings to this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, I, you know, I think that's, you know, some people would say, wow, that's that that's a lot of coaches for a single career. But mm-hmm. really, you're getting a taste of everybody's kind of styles and mm-hmm. and and their knowledge that they're that they're trying to impart to you. So that's great that you're having a good time with uh, with Alex at the helm now. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned COVID, Emily, as well, because, you know, some people might might forget, you know, you came to CSI in, in 2021. So your senior year in high school was really kind of knocked out, you know, which must have been so tough as an athlete and as a senior, um, you know, and CSI was only just working its way back, you know, to in-person schooling and, and athletics by the time you came here, but still not all the way back as it is now. Has it kind of normalized yet for you at this point, you know, physically, mentally, and all that comes with being a student athlete? Um, I think 
It has started. I think the experience that I have now seems like the reality. I never got to experience what it was like being a student athlete at the collegiate level before Mm. COVID. I'm that first class of post COVID. Right. So my experience is all I know, Mm -hmm. but I feel that the experience I had has helped me grow and really power through hard moments because my freshman year you were you were restricted on where you could sit on the bus and mm-hmm. you had to get COVID tests constantly and you were wearing masks to practice and to treatment. It was a it was a lot as a student athlete to be put through all this on top of just all the other things going on in your life. You had to worry about all these rules and regulations put in by the NCAA. Mm-hmm. But I feel as time goes on and as those rules slowly got lifted and now we don't even need a uh, COVID passed to get into school anymore. Right. It's all just become a one big reality. It doesn't seem as strange because it's all I ever knew, mm-hmm. but not having those regulations and rules anymore is truly a blessing as an athlete because it, I can compare it now and say how much easier it is to be a student athlete without the COVID rules. Sure. Sure. And, and, you know, for a sport like soccer too, you know, you have to be, you know, physically on, right. To really, to really be good at it and, and to really keep up and, you know, COVID, I mean, I'm sure people were doing things on their own, you included, but you know, very limiting in terms of like your physical preparation for the game as well. And I'm assuming that, you know, that's kind of back for you now, now that you're able to get out there every single day, be shoulder to shoulder with your teammates. Um, You know, physically, how does it, how does it feel? Are you, you know, physically at your, at your peak now in your junior year? Um, I would say every year I definitely risen to the occasion. Mm-hmm. It was very hard coming in freshman year because you didn't know what you were getting yourself into. And it was so hard to, like you said, train because you weren't really allowed to be with people. And it's really important to have a partner just playing. You don't need the full 11. You just need one other person. And to not even have that one person made it very difficult. So every year coming, I feel like I've just improved as a player, increased my training, increased my speed, endurance, technique, every year helping me be better at the game. Mm. So I feel after comparing from what COVID was to where I am now, I think there's been a huge jump in my abilities. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, I know, um, I kind of know what I think the, the answer to this question is going to be, and and it's probably your mind was made up uh, early, but I was um, reading an interesting statistic about high school students who decide to play at the next level in college. And it's something like only eight or 9% nationwide of student athletes who play a sport in high school go on and play in college. It was such a low number that it kind of took me by surprise a little bit. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, soccer being such a tough sport and having to be conditioned basically 365 days a year, it's tough on the body and the sport itself, it gets harder and harder as you get older competitively. At what point did you say to yourself, did you say to yourself, you know what? I, I love soccer. I'm pretty good at this. I'm going to do it for the longer haul and pursue it in college. Um, I think when I was a eighth grader and I was getting ready to go to high school and I was looking at, oh, my God, I have to go and try out for a new team that wasn't travel. I was going to try out for a team with such an amazing record. Mm-hmm. Wagner High School has hold Island champs for so many years, over a decade. And I was thinking to myself, I'm bringing myself into a program and it was the first time I felt truly challenged. Mm. And I was, thought to myself, well, what if I don't make it? And then mm. something came over. I was like, well, I have to. I, <laughs> there's, there's nothing without soccer. I love this sport more than anything. And there's no way I'm not going to do it. 
And I started thinking about, and I'm going to play high school for four years. And then I'm going to go play college for four years. And then who says that I have to stop after that? So there was something in little middle school, Emily, that was just like, yep, this is going to be a part of my life for, for as long as I can possibly hold on to it. Because I couldn't imagine without it because it just brought me so much joy and so much serotonin. I, I almost needed soccer in my life. Oh, that's great to hear. R- truly great. And, uh, and Emily, obviously soccer works in the background of your academic uh, pursuits and portfolio. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what you're studying, some of the coursework you have as you're coming down now on the second half of your college studies here at CSI and as you really start to focus in on your major now. So I am a technically a junior here at the College of Staten Island, majoring in business management with minors in finance and marketing. However, I will be graduating with my bachelor's in the fall because I was able to quickly complete my bachelor's degree and then starting the master's program as well. Wow. I'll be starting a master's program in business strategic management here at CSI. And it's been truly a blessing to get such a nice education. I have had such amazing support from my professors. Everybody that I went to, I go in on the first day of school and I introduce myself. I say, hi, I'm Emily Albano. I'm a student athlete here at the College of Staten Island. And every single one of them is in awe that I even do this. They <laughs> they think they think, oh my goodness, you dedicate so much time. I they want to work with me. They want to make sure that I'm not overwhelmed with classwork because there's days where you're traveling and you're sure. missing class for games. And I've just been so lucky to have such an amazing set of professors over these past three years at CSI. Everybody's been so supportive, especially my advisors. I'm in the Verrazano program here mm-hmm. at CSI as well. And my advisor, Cheryl, has been so amazing, making sure that my schedule is well with everything that I have to, all the hours that I have to balance and constantly helping me get connections with former athletes, Mm -hmm. alumni of the program. CSI has truly been an amazing asset in my academic career. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to ask you uh, a little bit about the Verrazano program in, in, in just a bit, but I was just going to say, you know, to graduate in three years, people will want to know what the secrets are, you know? <laughs> um, and I think you shared uh, a couple of them, but I would assume, Emily, that uh, at, at some point you're, you're kind of packing in the credits, correct? And, and how do you kind of manage the, the practices, the travel, the, the actual play in the game, staying, you know, staying conditioned even during your off season, allowing yourself, you know, some, some study time, obviously class time as well. What's, what's the strategies for success there? For me, I think it's really difficult to balance athletics and school and just family because I am a commuter student, so I am home with my family, and that's very important to me is being there for my younger sister and witnessing her high school experience. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure to, that I look at the week in advance and try to plan out the hours that I have free that I can dedicate to something else that brings more joy. Mm-hmm. I'm so lucky to be able to do soccer four to five hours a day with practice and then additional training on the side. And then I make sure that I'm in my classes, but I always make sure that if there's a free hour that I'm utilizing it, I don't like to just sit around and waste time in my eyes. I rather go out and make a memory with somebody that means something to me or go out and do something that's going to bring me joy in my day mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm mentally, mentally good during the season. Mm-hmm. 
great. You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because, you know, some of the big misconceptions that I'm aware of, Emily, and it's not just at CSI, but it's really everywhere, is how sports might, might disrupt educational pursuits. You know, people will argue that it can be too much on students, that students have to miss classes, so they're naturally going to struggle. But I'm always so in awe and always have been by how powerful athletes are in the classroom. And and CSI has always been a really strong scholar athlete institution, not just a student athlete institution. What are some of the things that you kind of learn on the field of play growing up and, and here in college that actually help and enhance the work that you do in the classroom? I think one of the biggest things that I ever received from soccer is communication. Mm you don't realize how important it is to communicate with your teammates on and off the field to communicate with your staff about not just what's going on during the game, but your emotions afterwards. And I've been able to take that knowledge and use it in the classroom, advocating for my mental health during times of hard studying during midterms, making sure that I'm taking care of myself with my professors and just communicating with my classmates. If I miss work, making connections that oh, somebody can send me the notes or I know somebody that can help me review. I think communication is one of the biggest things I've ever been able to take out of sports. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, It's amazing how powerful that learning community is in athletics. And you also have another one too. You mentioned it earlier, the Verrazano program. For those out there who maybe are unfamiliar with the Verrazano program, tell us a little bit about that community and what the program is about and what it means to you. The Verrazano program is an honors program within CSI that you have to apply for when you're a freshman and they only take a finite amount of students. I want to say it's like 100, 150. I could be wrong. But it's a small knit community because of how small the class is. But the staff really make sure that you're engaged within your community. They're constantly hosting velas and community service that you have to complete to make you interact with other people in your class. I have met some people from CSI that I don't think I would ever Mm -hmm. cross the same the same sidewalk with mm. people that are a complete opposite major that we get to come together and go in better society in a way whether it's volunteering for a shelter or going out and experiencing different par- forms of art they've taken us to the met and to battery park they help you engage with your peers while holding you to a special academic status awesome really great uh, now, getting back a little bit to athletics side of the house, Emily, the hot topic at CSI last few years, of course, is is Division Two. You know, CSI is still relatively new to the landscape, and you know, you guys are definitely building uh, your program. Not just the team, uh, but the overall athletic department itself is growing. Tell us what that's like. You know, being a part of something that is so new, you know, so brand new, and and developing, and kind of being a part of that foundation. You know, tell me a little bit about about that role that you're playing as an athlete here. To be the first few years of Division Two is absolutely incredible. I've been able to witness how the athletics department is changing themselves over to make themselves better for us. They want the absolute best for the athletes because we are being held at such a high level. I'm seeing students come from all different parts of the world because they want to be a part of division two. We have a girl from Germany, from the Netherlands on our team, from Canada. People are a school that used to be known, known as a community college has become so much more. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely amazing to be able to witness. And I'm so excited and proud to say that I'm one of the first members of it 
because I hope when people get to look back at the success of CSI that our names come up because we were the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. When I worked in athletics, I would always use the term first is forever because, you know, many, many will come and go. But when you're the first to do something, there's something <clears throat> really special about that. So congratulations for that. And, you know, tell us a little bit about the team. You know, now this is year three for you. So uh, tell me a little bit about how that progression is is going, the kind of, you know, the, the style of soccer that, that you like to play and, and really how the season has been going so far for you. Well, personally, I've been having a really great season at the beginning of the summer. Well, at the end of our preseason, my team voted me and three of our, my fellow teammates as captains mm -hmm. to lead us on during the season. Uh, Nadia Evola, Megan Marr and Jackie D'Amico. And it's been an absolute honor to lead these girls we have had a rough past two years where we didn't get the results we wanted, but we were slowly growing. And this year, if you look at our stats compared to last year, it's absolutely incredible. We just hit our first 10 conference goals and we're in the prospects to make it to playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's insane to say that a school that came bottom of the table my freshman year is now top five. It's it's so it's so, so great. And it's all thanks to the hard work that the girls put on. <laughs> on the field so many girls staying after practice to work making sure that everything is perfect down from a set piece to kickoff it's everybody want everybody wants to win we're all on the same page and you can feel it when you're together awesome awesome yeah and th there are uh, many games especially when you're playing here at home that i have CSI Sportsnet on my on my computer uh, in the office. I have a television in my office too, and I'm I'm watching you know your team and the men's team as well. And it's great to see that progression and and to see the wins coming in and 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 the fact that you're enjoying yourself while while it's all happening. And you know I'll ask you, especially with the Division Two landscape, it's it's really all you've known since you've been here. But as far as the level of competition, Emily, was it what you thought or what you expected coming in? Um, you know, from Susan Wagner, understanding that you had that that COVID landscape as well. But, but as far as your expectations for the for the talent that you're seeing regionally, um, how is it stacking up for you? I knew it was always going to be a challenge. I knew that the program that I was getting myself into, the conference that I was putting myself in, I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew there were going to be girls, physical, fast, athletic, check all the boxes. Uh, I never expected to be able to match up to those girls as well as I, as I have, I've definitely grown as an athlete and had to learn what areas to improve on. But I think that over time I've slowly come to love the ECC and its competition. There's never a game that I go into that I'm not ready for a battle. That's great. That's great. And I'm glad you mentioned like how much you have been growing um, you know, yourself, because that was going to be my next question. How, how have you felt you've grown as an athlete, as a student, as an individual in the first two years that you've been here at CSI, as you now are into year three? Um, I feel that I've grown tremendously. I think that my personality has developed and I feel so much more confident in myself as a person and putting myself in situations, I feel more confident to speak up and to share my ideas and my knowledge. I also feel that I have become so much faster and so much stronger thanks to my coaching staff and my athletic trainers keeping me healthy and helping me realize what parts I need to take care of for myself and my body. 
I think that I've learned such an abundance of knowledge and gotten such an amazing set of connections through the coaching staff here, not only on mine, but through all the other teams in the athletics department mm. that I've made relationships that I hope will last a lifetime. Awesome. Awesome. Great to hear. And, you know, as far as what we see on the field itself so far this season, I did go on CSIDolphins.com. I recognize the schedule four, four and four, and you're getting set for really that final home stretch of the season. And like you said, you're really, um, you know, battling for that for playoff contention at this point. Um, what goals what goals do the team have right now, not just for the rest of the season, but how you kind of want this to end for you by the time your career is over? What kind of boxes do you want to check off? I want to, the second I stepped into my coach's office, my freshman year, he sat me down and he asked me, Emily, what is your goal? Where do you see yourself when you finish your college career? And I see myself lifting the ECC trophy. I see my team winning the entire conference championship. All the work and all the hours we put in are not going to go unshown. And I see ourselves going all the way. I think the fact that we can even make playoffs this year is a team that when we were ranked was absolutely nothing. They felt that we had no chance. Mm -hmm. We're showing teams that we have worked hard and that we are something and that we are someone that they should worry about. So I think that our goals as a team have are all to make it to the final, but I definitely see myself lifting a trophy before I leave CSI. Oh. I, I hope that does happen for you. And it sounds to me like there's many more memories to make here at CSI. But to this point so far, uh, Emily, what kind of memories stand out for you being a part of the athletics program, maybe on the field of play itself? Are there any uh, highlights for you so far that, that you really are kind of etched forever for you? Um, my One of my most proud moments here at CSI was – my first collegiate goal nice. freshman year was actually our first division two goal at CSI. Wow. I, we were tied zero zero at the end of half. There was about 30 seconds left. We have a set piece from the 50. My teammate Patine kicks, plays the ball in my teammate Jenna taps it off the goalie and the ball is moving forwards and I'm not even facing the net. And I decided to go for a bicycle kick to put, mm. to just put it back into play. And the ball just so happens to go in the back of the net. Wow. It was, my first ever goal and the program's first ever in division two goal. And it was just, it's just a moment that sits with me. That'll sit with me forever because we ended up winning that game. It was our first ever division two win against Felician. It was, it was just absolutely beautiful and magical. And I actually rewatched that goal before every season starts just to remember that I can have such a big impact in a game. Wow. That is really, that is truly an amazing memory and congratulations. I actually did not know that, that, that you had scored the first goal and the first win in division two history. So congratulations. I hope you have that ball by the way, or somebody, <laughs> somebody should have that ball, <laughs> you know, but that's great. It truly is great. So congratulations. You know, Emily, we're so proud of our athletes, but, you know, also the work that you're doing in the classroom, because, you know, we believe in the concept of classroom to career at CSI. What does that potentially look like for you? Do you, if you have it your way, do you plan on, uh, well, I know you plan on attending grad school. You, you said that earlier, um, but that perfect job somewhere, what would that dream look like for you? My dream is to work for an athletic facility. Mm. I always love the idea of coaching and being a part of a team, but I think for me, I want to be a little bit more grounded and have a solid place. So the goal would be to go work for a stadium like MSG or Red Bulls Arena and go work on that side so I can interact with so many different teams and so many different athletes and be able to give those 
athletes an experience that I always wanted, the experience that I always appreciated when I had as a college athlete, those moments where those staff members and those people that don't even kick the ball help you out and take care of you. I want to be able to give that to other people on such a high level. Wow, that's that's really great. And uh, we should definitely stay connected, Emily. I, I actually have a uh, contact who work, works at Hard Rock Stadium in, in Miami. She's a former um, student at the College of Staten Island, former worker in our sports information office. But you guys should definitely connect once, you're, <laughs> once your career is over. And I and, uh, think she was working for the Yankees at some point as well. So uh, wow. definitely good networking opportunity for you as well. Um, listen, Emily, it's amazing how fast time goes when you're having a great conversation. Um, I do like to leave some time at the end for you to give us any final thoughts, anything that, that we may have missed or that you'd like to add about your experiences at, at CSI and what it means to you. Um, one thing that I really just want to advocate for is for all the people that doubt going to college and all those people that actually make it to the collegiate level, be proud of yourself. Like you said before, there's such a small finite amount of us that actually get here and do it. And I hope that everybody that gets there and is able to do it is able to treasure those moments. For most people, your collegiate career is the end of your athletic career completely. And these four years go by so incredibly quickly. I feel that you need to treasure them and you need to appreciate and sit, tell yourself good job because you did something that so many people never even imagined that they could ever accomplish. Awesome. Well, very well said, Emily. Thank you so much again for being a part of this podcast. I wish you uh, the best of health and continued success on the playing field and, of course, in the classroom. And I hope our paths can meet once again. Congratulations for everything you've done. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent. Once again, that was CSI junior student athlete Emily Albano joining us fresh off of the soccer field. In fact, just got back from practice not too long ago when we recorded uh, this episode. So great to have a chance to get to know Emily a little bit more. And of course, um, her travels through the women's soccer pitch, but also what she's up to in the classroom as well as a Verrazano uh, honors student. Um, So great to hear her story, what got her to the College of Staten Island, what's getting her through on route to her degree, and of course, what comes next uh, after graduation, always something that we're keen on learning from our CSI students because they all are so exceptionally successful and we're so happy to uh, talk to them even more and we'll have more students during the course of the year as well so want to thank Emily for being on the show we promise we'll have some more athletics themed episodes coming up perhaps later in the semester or definitely during the spring semester as well and by all means check out csidolphins.com and come out to a game our dolphins are just so incredibly talented and the um, the excitement is real on the CSI soccer uh, complex, of course, the indoors on the basketball courts, swimming pool as well, baseball and softball fields out there as well as their seasons will roll along. That'll do it for me here for season three, episode seven here on Monday, October 23rd, whatever time of day, whatever day of the week you have listened. We, th- we are thankful for your listenership and remind you to please subscribe so you stay with the latest CSI Today Talks podcast episodes. Next week, co-host Terry Mayers returns to the podcast. Well, he will have another exclusive guest. We do hope that you'll join us for that one. Until then, have a great week, everybody, and thank you for listening to CSI Today Talks. Thank you for listening to this edition of the CSI Today Talks podcast. 
be sure to subscribe to this podcast to get alerted for brand new episodes and to listen on demand to your favorites. Be sure to check us out at www.csitoday.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.